When I found out I was gonna be a parent, I immediately felt a lot of anxiety and worry. So I went on to BetterHelp to try to look for a therapist to help me with that. My relationship with my family and with my boyfriend and with myself were suffering. I really needed help. I was ruminating a lot. Really getting those thoughts out to a therapist and getting feedback was just life-changing. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grammar Girl here. Today's topic is the word that. When do you need it and when can you leave it out? Also, at the end of this show, I'll have an announcement about extra book giveaways and my book tour. Now, guest writer Bonnie Trenga writes, Today, we're going to talk about when it's okay to omit the word that in a sentence. These two sentences, the turkey sandwich I ate yesterday had too much mayonnaise, and the turkey sandwich that I ate yesterday had too much mayonnaise, mean the same thing. In that sentence, it's perfectly fine to leave out the that. In a similar vein, the sentences, I said I would eat a sandwich, and I said that I would eat a sandwich are equal. So are you allowed to leave out the that in such cases? Well, it depends. When you're deciding whether to keep or omit your that, you need to consider how your sentence flows. Many times, it's just a matter of personal preference. Some people think adding that improves the flow of the sentence and makes it easier for the reader to understand. Others believe they should delete every seemingly unnecessary that because they want to maintain an economy of words. I'm all for cutting unnecessary words, but I often like to keep my that if it helps the rhythm of the sentence. You'll have to judge whether using that in your particular sentence improves or hurts its flow. Sometimes it helps to read your paragraph aloud to see if you've got the right rhythm. The AP style book, which is typically used by journalists, suggests you use a that when in doubt. It advises, Omission can hurt, inclusion never does. Now, there are several cases when a that might be necessary. If your sentence already has another that or two, you might not want to complicate it more by adding yet another that. One of the previous sentences falls into this category. I've said, some people think adding that improves the flow of the sentence. I could have also said, some people think that adding that improves the flow of the sentence. But I thought two cases of that would be a bit much. Another time you should consider using a that is when your sentence could be ambiguous or misunderstood. Steven Pinker, a linguist, warns about what he calls garden path sentences. These are sentences that seem to mean one thing, but then turn out to mean something else. Sometimes keeping a that can help you avoid such problematic sentences. Pinker explains, these are called garden path sentences because their first words lead the listener up the garden path to an incorrect analysis. Here's an example of a sentence that leads the reader down the wrong path because the writer left out the word that. Aardvark maintains Squiggly's yard is too big. Without that, the sentence initially leads the reader to believe that Aardvark maintains, as in mows, Squiggly's yard. If you add in a that, it's clear from the beginning that Aardvark just has an opinion. Aardvark maintains that Squiggly's yard is too big. 
Pinker goes on to say that garden path sentences are one of the hallmarks of bad writing because readers have to wend their way back to the beginning of the sentence to figure out its meaning. It's sometimes tricky to know if your sentence is ambiguous because you, the writer, know what you mean. I always find it useful to put aside my work for a while and then read it again with fresh eyes. You could consider having a friend or colleague read over your work, too. Two more points about that. First, be careful to maintain parallel construction. For example, this sentence is incorrect. Natalie realized she had left her keys in the car and that she didn't feed her fish. In that sentence, Natalie is realizing two things, but the sentence only uses one that. This sentence would be better if you used that twice. Nancy realized that she left her keys in the car and that she didn't feed her fish. You'll also need to ensure you don't accidentally put in a double that. This sentence is not right. Natalie knows that if she doesn't remember to feed her fish, that the poor little guy will die. It needs just one that, the first one. Natalie knows that if she doesn't remember to feed her fish, the poor little guy will die. A comma after fish will help readers understand the sentence. So it's up to you to decide when you need a that to improve the flow of your sentence. Remember that some people prefer writing that omits unnecessary thats, but it's also more dangerous to leave them out because doing so can lead to misunderstandings. When you're not listening to me, but you need another jolt of vocabulary know-how, watch the new witty animated series Word Girl, airing weekdays on PBS Kids Go. Word Girl follows the everyday life and superhero adventures of Becky Botsford, also known as Word Girl, a 10-year-old who fights the evil word butcher with vocabulary and with the help of a monkey from Planet Lexicon. Watch Word Girl weekdays on PBS Kids Go. Peruse your local listings. Now for books, books, and more books. I have three copies of The Age of Engage by Denise Schiffman, and they'll go to Norma, Jagnesh, and Stephen. They're subscribed to the free email newsletter, so they were automatically entered into the book giveaway. Eric Schmidt, the CEO of Google, said every marketer should read The Age of Engage. And I like it because the author says Grammar Girl is one of her favorite podcasts. Next, things are really ramping up for my book tour. The book comes out July 8th, and I'm going to be giving away five copies per show until then. You're automatically entered if you're subscribed to the email newsletter. And I'm also giving away a free chapter and quick tip guide by email to everyone who's subscribed to the newsletter. If you're subscribed, you'll just get it in your email when it's ready. And if for some reason you don't want the wonderful newsletter with its free grammar tips, you can also use a different button at the website to just sign up for the free book chapter and quick tip guide. Information about the book tour cities is also starting to show up on the website. I'm adding city information as the plans become firm. And you'll find all of this great stuff at quickanddirtytips.com, where you can also find our newest podcast, The Make It Green Girls, Quick and Dirty Tips for an Earth-Friendly Life. Finally, thanks again to today's guest writer, Bonnie Trenga, who's the author of The Curious Case of the Misplaced Modifier and who blogs at sentencesleuth.blogspot.com. That's all. Thanks for listening. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call. 
text or chat. 988 for free confidential support anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.